Welcome to the Bank First Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. And later on today, anywhere you find your podcasts, this show will be in podcast form coming up this afternoon as well. The Bank First Ranger Hour today. A couple of great guests, Carrie Goff and Andrew Dale, will be on the show. Carrie is the director of the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts, and they had a little release of what's coming up next. We've already had a great run of shows and things at the new Performing Arts Center. We'll tell you what's in the next line of acts and people that you can see coming to the Cenotopia campus and the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts. When we're done with that, Dr. Andrew Dale is back on as the Associate Vice President for Community Relations. We're going to talk with him about what happened at the concourse in Batesville, Governor Reeves, and the $3.5 million and the things that we can find there, plus the groundbreaking of the Ranger Center at the DeSoto campus that happened this week. All those details coming up, plus a little item or two in the sports world to get to you before we're done with the Thursday program. I hope you're doing well. It's 9.08 today. The show is all about Northwest Community College. We will, again, talk with Kerry Goff and Andrew Dale on the program. Give some shout-outs to a couple of softball players. It's a Thursday, May 25th edition of the program. Stick around. We'll enjoy some discussion on... What's coming up next in the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts? Kerry Goff's going to join us. Another great lineup. Still things going on. Billy Bob Thornton still to come here in a couple of days and more. We'll talk with Kerry Goff coming up after the break. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College. And powered by Bank First. Thanks for joining us on the Bank First Ranger Hour. Join the conversation now by texting 662-426-1093. And we've got good things going on on all kinds of campuses. In the second portion of the show, Dr. Andrew Dale, the Associate Vice President for Community Relations, will talk with us about things that went on at the concourse and things around the center in Batesville. And then they're, they're starting to as they broke ground in the DeSoto campus to do a new Northwest Center there. So we'll talk about things on those two portions of the Northwest Community College world. But now we go back to the main campus and bring our friend, the director of the Heindel Center for Performing Arts, Kerry Goff, back to the show. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Good. Well, at this point in time and uh, getting a chance to talk about another great lineup, I think when you were on last Maybe you were getting ready to go to New York. Uh, you were coming yeah. back from New York. Something yeah. about New York. And and did we find some of these acts and some of the things on that visit to New York? Yeah, you know, we've we've made some very valuable – it's all about networking, right, so making contacts and learning about just everything that's out there. And there are just some incredible talent, incredible events uh, that uh, you learn about when you go to this conference called APAP, and, and we had a wonderful time exploring and, and meeting new friends, and we're excited to showcase folks here at the Heindel Center. I know you still have things that, that are to finish because Billy Bob Thornton and, and the mm-hmm. Boxmasters still coming up, but looking over the initial acts, and then we're going to get into what's coming up in the fall, 
Uh, how successful has this first run in this first season been for you and the center? We've had an incredible first spring. Uh, you know, it's just not every time you can bring in someone who's won, you know, an Emmy and a Grammy and a Tony and an Oscar. And uh, the excitement has just built. We're on, we're on some really amazing momentum. People are loving the Heindel Center for, for a multitude of reasons. One, we're bringing in some really awesome nationally recognized uh, touring events. Another is the facility in general, right? We have comfortable seats. Our aisles have plenty of room to, you know, cross your legs, stretch out a little bit. We have cup holders. Um, we have uh, awesome concessions and beverages. We have a nice, clean facility. We have plenty of parking uh, with, within walk, a very short walking distance. We're roughly around 800 parking spots that are just, just right in front of the center itself. And so um, people are really loving uh, the experience, and that experience starts the moment you, walk, uh, you drive onto campus to when you're leaving. And so we're really, really, really happy with how this first season. We've been very busy. Uh, you know, when we finish with Billy Bob, we'll have done 13 different touring events. We've screened five films by the end of the summer. We've roughly been active about 60 nights a year, if you include fine arts events and rehearsals and open houses and tours. We've been very busy in 120 days. So for the event on June the 10th, for those of us that know Billy Bob is, mm, I liked him French fried taters, and that was right. an awful, awful version of that. But we know him through film, right? We know what he has done in several uh, of, of those great uh, movies and, and things over time. What do we expect if we come and watch him in concert? Right. Well, he, his first love has always been music. He's always been a part of bands. Uh, and his music is is definitely got this 1960s and 70s rock and roll flair. His inspiration comes from folks like Bob Dylan, the Beach Boys, Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker. That's all inspired. He writes his music with his partner, J.D. Andrews. Uh, they team up to form what is the Box Masters. And uh, that's what you can expect. It's really a fun night of kind of cool rock and roll. And, of course, we still have some film series for, for mm -hmm. the youngsters throughout the summer uh, to get to, right? That correct? In July? We do. We have Frozen, Finding Nemo, and Soul all here. They're after Saturday afternoon showing, so, you know, when it's that 3 o'clock and it's a million degrees outside, you can come to the Heidel Center for a couple <laughs> of hours and cool off, get you a Coke and a popcorn. All right, Kerry, now that you're with us and, and getting a chance to talk about this fall schedule, lead us into August and tell us some of the great names and things and people will be able to see. Okay, well, first off, we're kicking things off with Jade Simmons on August 7th. Jade Simmons is a classically trained uh, pianist, but also a motivational speaker and was a 2020 presidential candidate on the independent ticket. Uh, she's an African-American artist. She is an, has an incredible stage presence, very dynamic, and just rocks it on the piano. So we're excited for her to play our nine-foot Steinway Spirio Grand on the Heindel Center stage. That's August 7th. On August 13th, we're bringing in the iconic Oak Ridge Boys for a afternoon on August 13th at 3 o'clock. I mean, they are Grammy Award winners, Country Music Hall of Fame, Gospel Music Hall of Fame. Uh, I mean, they just have such iconic songs, and they've been multi-generational in terms of their influence and impact. And so we're very excited for the Oak Ridge Boys to come August 13th. On August 26th, we're uh, bringing in One Vision of Queen, featuring Mark Martell. Mark Martell is the number one queen, uh, more or less queen tribute artist who has an unbelievable voice that if you heard it on the radio, you would 
undoubtedly mistake it for Freddie Mercury. His voice was featured on the film Bohemian Rhapsody because he sounds just like him. So a lot of those vocals that were done in that movie, his voice was featured on that. He's been handpicked by Roger Taylor and Brian May from Queen to lead the One Vision of Queen. So we're very, very excited for Mark Martell to show up. He's kind of an international uh, superstar who just tours everywhere. Excellent. You know, and, and, and after listening to everybody with the, you know, whether it was Elvis or, you know, Rain and the tribute to the Beatles and those that have gone to those events, mm-hmm. uh, I would imagine this will be a, a, a widely popular one here. Absolutely. He's just dynamite. He's exciting. And, again, you can just sit there and close your eyes, and you would, you would, you would think Freddie Mercury was on stage. Nice. Incredible. Uh, September 16th. Uh, country music icon Trace Atkins is coming to the Heindel Center. We are so excited to bring in a, a, a legend like Trace Atkins. He's got great songs and uh, 11 million albums sold, and um, he's, he's, he's hitting the stage Saturday, September 16th. Very excited for him. September 23rd, we're bringing in uh, Pat Hazel and his production called The Wonder Bread Years. Pat Hazel is a stand-up comedian who was a former writer for Seinfeld. He has wonderful shows out there, one-man shows, and this one is called The Wonder Bread Years, which is kind of a fresh and funny salute to Americana. It's a multimedia presentation. You know how you used to have your grandmother, she'd bring out the, 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 the glass slides and she'd project it on the wall and go through, you know, all the Christmases of 1955. He kind of approaches his show that way, where it's taking a look at a quintessential America in the lens of the 1950s and the 1960s. And it's really touching, but very, very funny, just good, clean fun. October 2nd, we're bringing in Grammy Award winners from Chicago, Third Coast Percussion, who are an awesome uh, uh, quartet of, of just really rocking percussion group that are going to do a concert at night, and then we're looking for them the following morning to do a field trip opportunity for our local students where they do an a educational program with rhythm. So we're really excited for Third Coast Percussion to come. They've won a couple of Grammys, and they've got about 14 albums. Just an awesome group. November 7th, bringing in the Broadway hit Stomp. Stomp is... Uh, Essentially, the way you would describe it is it's matchbox brooms, garbage cans, Zippo lighters, and more fill the stage with energizing beats with tap dancing and percussions and explosive kind of dance. Very, very exciting. Big Broadway production. We're excited for it to come on November 7th. On November 11th, on Veterans Day, Billy McGuigan is coming with his pop rock orchestra. Billy McGuigan was the original Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story that toured for a number of years. He is an energetic young man who plays quintessential rock and roll hits from the 1960s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, he is full of energy, and it's just going to be a really, really fun night of kind of that iconic sounds of the 60s and 70s. On December 1st, we're bringing in... Uh, Haley Reinhardt. Haley Reinhardt has uh, been on American Idol. She's uh, one of the original voices of Postmodern Jukebox. She's kind of given us a holiday-inspired concert, and we're very excited for her to come with her band. She's, a, she's got a soulful, sultry kind of jazz quality to her voice. She is, vocally is just dynamite, and she's going to sound great singing some of those holiday classics. So we've got a lot going on, nine events in the fall. Some amazing country acts, percussion, tributes, motivational speaker, and classical pianist. I mean, we've we have kind of got it all in the fall. Yeah, you're kind of speaking a lot to me. Also, um, you know, growing up and listening to the Oak Ridge Boys and working in country music for for a little while. And you got Trace Adkins that's 
in that mix and as one who grew up in the world of percussion uh, and, and doing those things. You mentioned uh, Stomp. I don't know if you got a, a chance. I saw that he was uh, in Senatobia. Uh, was Mr. James Strain, who at the time I was at Northwest was the percussion director there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he got to tour and, and take a look at a lot of things. And one of the groups I was in, you know, we got to do something like that. In fact, part of the the music that I I had to round up glass bottles because part of what I was doing, I was just smashing glass bottles in a trash can, right? Yeah. And now yeah. these people named Stomp have been making really good music and and money doing <laughs> doing similar things as you mentioned, big trash can stomping and broom handles or whatever it might be, just making any kind of music out of any kind of thing. Uh, And so that November 7th is obviously something that that I've just circled on the calendar, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And and as we're talking, there are people, uh, you know, all throughout North Mississippi thinking the same thing, right? They're thinking different, whether it's Jade Simmons or whether, you know, it is, you know, the, the comedian that you're talking about to do the Wonder Bread years or whatever it is. There's obviously something for someone so... Wouldn't you think this would be time to start talking about season tickets or tickets in general? Right. So we've we announced our our fall lineup uh, on Tuesday, and we were lucky enough. We uh, I've I've struck a really wonderful friendship with a woman named Lauren Yelvankovich. She is the lead vocalist for Yanni, and so we invited our season subscribers and our sponsors to an intimate kind of concert where the audience sat on the stage, and she is an amazing soprano vocalist. And so we had fun. She kind of ushered in the fall season with a wonderful hour-long performance, and then we um, released uh, letting everyone know what's going on. And we are targeting our sales to be June 19th. Okay. That season tickets for the public go on sale, and all tickets go on sale June 19th. I believe that's a Monday. And so that's what we're looking at. We're getting everything loaded in our ticketing system, getting all the packages loaded. Um, you know, tickets, we're, we're, we're again looking at uh, as much affordability as possible. Tickets start as low for the season as $20. And, of course, work their way up. Uh, but there's a, a, a really wonderful blend of things. We're obviously going to have our season ticket package, which is all the shows I included. But we're also going to have the pick five, which is, hey, you know, I, I see five on there I really want to go to. You can pick five and create a package. We're going to have a, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to have a Go Rangers package that includes Jade Simmons, the Oak Ridge Boys, and Third Coast Percussion, a little package of three. Um, and we also have our film series. So we're going to, we're, after we conclude this summer's films, we're going to kick things off and, and keep the films more or less on the holidays. So on October 31st, we're going to show the original Alfred Hitchcock Psycho mm-hmm. on Halloween evening. <laughs> Very excited about that. Uh, uh, during the holidays, we're going to find a day and we're going to show uh, Irving Berlin's classic White Christmas. And I got a connection with Santa Claus, and we think he's going to be there. And uh, going into the spring on November 14th, we're going excuse me on February 14th, Valentine's Day, we're going to we're going to screen the Notebook. Oh, so so we'll make sure and put all the Kleenex in all the cup holders <laughs> and have everybody come. <laughs> And then Excellent. next summer for our ch- uh, children's film series, we're going to show Shrek, and we're going to uh, present Coco and Princess and the Frog for the kids. Excellent. Something for everyone. There is truly something yeah. for everyone. That's been uh, my motto uh, as someone who has selected shows in various forms for theaters for, for well over a decade. 
I, I want it to be a roller coaster ride of fun and excitement, and there's something for everyone. I agree. Kerry, thanks for your time this morning. Thank I appreciate you. it, and I'll see you at one of those events soon, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Kerry Goff is with us, director of the Heindel Center for the Performing Arts. Okay, so they announced this on Tuesday, and here you go. August the 7th is Jade Simmons, the 13th, the Oak Ridge Boys. The 26th, it's One Vision of Queen. It features Mark Martell. September 16th, Trace Adkins. September the 23rd, it's uh, a, a writer, as he said, and comedian Pat Hazel, who wrote with Seinfeld and a comedy act called The Wonder Bread Years. October the 2nd is Third Coast Percussion. November 7th is Stomp. November 11th is uh, the Pop Rock Orchestra. And then you get Haley Reinhardt in concert on December 1st. And then they'll, as you said, announce the times and the dates and the different things with the Children's Performing Arts Series and the Film Series. And then look mid-June for the ticket sales coming up for August and through the fall. Looks like another great lineup in store for things at the Heinel Center for the Performing Arts. Well, as you know, sometimes when we lose musical artists along the way, you'll hear a little bump music going into the break from said person. And so here you go. At age 83, we lost this lady, Tina Turner. So we'll go into this break and the next with Tina. Back with more Northwest Community College next. There's just one thing. You see, we never, ever do nothing. Thanks for listening to the Bank First Ranger Hour, your connection to Northwest Mississippi Community College on Supertalk Mississippi 93.7 and streaming live at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Bank First Ranger Hour. Coming up before we're done, we'll brag on softball players K.K. Polk and Gabby Dickerson from Northwest Community College wrapping up tremendous careers with all kind of records and receiving more awards on the way out so we'll speak to both of them before the show is done now we get a chance to bring andrew dale back on associate vice president for community relations we welcome you back sir and then we were talking during the break really good lineup coming up for the performing arts center on campus it's going to be exciting we're we're so happy to have those folks join us this next semester boy we've got things bouncing around all over the place don't we we've got things happening at the concourse we have things going on in the desoto campus i'm sure you know doc Doc jones in the oxford campus is feeling left out today we're not bringing anything up uh in his world we'll get some of that maybe on another program but it's a hustling bustling summer already isn't it well so yes uh and and i'm here to talk to you about the two weeks uh, that we didn't have any students on campus. And let me tell you what a two weeks it was. It was amazing uh, with the things that we've had going on. We've had uh, Governor Reeves down at the concourse, Senator Wicker uh, up at the DeSoto campus. Uh, we've had a naming uh, of a weight facility on campus. And so a lot of really highlights. Uh, in the meantime, cam- uh, we have students on campus uh, enrolling for the uh, summer uh, session that starts next Tuesday. They're they're coming and going today and tomorrow on campus, <clears throat> and so it's exciting to have that uh, in the middle time. So I wanted to talk to you today about uh, about this, these two things I just mentioned, uh, but it really is a, a discourse and why choose community college. 
um, Northwest Mississippi's community, community, community colleges vision is to transform student lives, enrich our community and strive for excellence in our educational programs and services. And uh, what you see is that vision taking place on a daily basis for the citizens of Northwest Mississippi in our 11 county district. We have 11 uh, counties that we serve and we're, we're in, we have seven locations in those counties, but we do something in every county. And uh, for, for all that we have going on, um, we work daily to make sure that we're trying to put programs, um, facilities forward that will serve our community in the best way possible for many years to come. So let's talk real quick about the concourse. We had uh, Accelerate Mississippi, Ryan Miller uh, and Governor Tate Reeves come and present the college with a check. It was $3.5 million for the um, concourse really to establish um, a new program uh, that will be at the concourse this next fall. You know, I'm going to butcher this. This is a mouthful. Industrial Electronics Engineering and Controls Technology. I think I said that right. I may have put controls in different space. But so it's basically um, the beginnings of electric vehicle manufacturing. Um, the robots that are used in that um, and, and the system that, that, that tracks. It's, it's a long way from uh, where Mr. Ford had created the assembly line. Uh, I don't know how long it was, 150 years ago maybe at this point, but um, it's, it's in that thread and uh, start to finish on, on how to get a product out the door. Uh, so that we have a lot of machines, a lot of processes, if you will, in, in a manufacturing facility. And that program walks through these things, how to repair uh, a machine that, that is on the line uh, and to be able to calculate what's the best way to repair this, uh, what's the downtime, how much money are we losing in that downtime, uh, and, and the best way to get back in and get the line running again. Um, we have electric vehicles being made in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, over here in New Albany, just uh, in North Mississippi, and pretty soon Blue Oval City over here in Memphis. So Northwest Mississippi Community College's concourse is centrally located for those facilities to be able to provide employees to send to those locations. So um, that's why this program is in existence and the, and the state of Mississippi Accelerate approached us about starting this program. So we're excited to be able to uh, have this facility in partnership with Panola County uh, and the city of Batesville who have been helping us with the concourse uh, to be able to place this program there right on the interstate, easy access to be able to educate tomorrow's workforce for that space. So very exciting. Andrew, don't you think that the things that you just mentioned, where the concourse actually is, its location to 55, how convenient it is that that's what was such a bright idea for Northwest, for Batesville, for Panola County to kind of take what was an old outlet mall that really had only a couple of stores left in it and turn it into something like this, and it's only going to grow that there could be more things that reach out to Northwest Community College and that area in the future. At least that's the hope, I would assume. It, it is a fabulous facility with a great interstate frontage, uh, so it increases, it increases the visibility of the college. But in addition to that, there's a lot of room. That retail space isn't just... You know, if you were to walk in there in those um, 
stores uh, 10 years ago, you see the retail space, but what you don't see is the back of house where the storage happens. And so uh, we have both of those actually engaged now. The, the walls have been removed. The college doesn't sell products. We uh, teach students. And so we're using all of that space, classroom and lab space. We've taken that back storage space and using it, converting it uh, into the larger space. And uh, that, that allows us to have uh, a lot of elbow room, if you will, in down in Batesville. And so we've got the uh, diesel mechanics program running. It'll be moving in its second year and we'll be able to double the enrollment this fall. Excited about that. Used to have to go to Nashville to have that kind of diesel uh, education. You can get it here at the Batesville Concourse. And uh, we have some fabulous instructors who are actually driving over from Arkansas every day. And um, they're teaching down down there. Um, and adult education, of course, the Wind Job Center is there. Um, and, and now this program, we've got truck driving happening there, uh, looking at adding uh, some battery maintenance in addition to the EV program that we have there and um, some electrical welding. Um, there's business and marketing management going to be happening there this fall. So it's going to be a really career technical campus that we have centrally located there at the crossroads of Interstate 55. What's that other highway? <laughs> the one that you drive all the way to Oxford. Six, highway 6 yeah. or 278, whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, those, those that have grown up in the area, that's Highway 6. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's 6. So, yeah, absolutely. Right there, uh, uh, a lot of people will understand when I say it's on next to Cracker Barrel Drive. You know exactly where we're going uh, when, when that's happening. And so we that's have the that. college cafeteria now, actually. Hey, nothing wrong with that, <laughs> is it? Nothing wrong with that. Get you some good food and then some good uh, good education and things for the world and the workforce, much needed along the way. And an exciting time uh, in the, the close to the state line area and the DeSoto campus as well. Yeah, so just a couple days ago on Monday, we were able to break ground on the Ranger Center, which is the first building in DeSoto County for Northwest Mississippi Community College since they moved to that campus there just just off Church Road. It's on W.E. Ross Parkway. And um, actually, this, the South Haven City Hall is the former campus. I believe they moved in the, the late 80s, early 90s to, the, to where they are now. But what this new building is going to bring to DeSoto County is the first ever workforce development uh, place, uh, center, if you will. So we have all of this industry in DeSoto County, and there's no centrally located facility that business and industry can send their employees for training or evaluation or um, to, to be recertified. Uh, we've got we do those things in DeSoto County, but we have to use their own spaces. So if we're going to a warehouse, we're like, okay, well, what kind of what part of the floor can we meet on today? With all the madness going on inside their facility, with them running business and moving pallets and whatever uh, widgets they're making, you know, in their facility, we're trying to train someone. So it's it'll be great to have a classroom space for this, and it's convertible. It can do lots of different things. So whatever business and industry needs, but also the first ever registered nursing program in DeSoto County. Uh, this is huge uh, to be able to um, expand the health sciences footprint of the college. Uh, we have a tremendous need for nurses in Mississippi. Um, I believe uh, we've done the math, and I think Northwest's part of that. We need to be graduating 500 nurses a year 
based upon the current need of nurses and projected need of retirements for nurses. You know, COVID had a big, a big factor in that. And we're not there yet, but we certainly are working towards that goal and making sure that our community has um, these skills I mean, when I, when I need a hospital, I'm going to want to have good nurses. <laughs> um, it, was, it was real real affirming yesterday to see on some Facebook posts where someone had said locally, hey, where, where's a great place for nursing school? Just, you know, it was one of those public forums. And the uh, local community just dominated with their comments about Northwest Mississippi Community College and how fantastic the nursing school here is, the relationships that we have with our instructors and our students and the level of um, education those students receive with us. Uh, it's fantastic. And, but I want to nest those comments, even for this facility, uh, the one down in Batesville, and, and like why choose a community college? And it's Northwest is moving forward uh, to meet its vision, but the cost for students is, according to the college board, uh, college costs on average one third of an in-state uh, tuition at a four-year school. So coming to Northwest for two years financially is a no-brainer. But we also have some fabulous uh, like 20 to 1 ratio for faculty to students. Uh, so you really get to build relationships with uh, your instructors, which personally I find the best learning tool. You know, you're, you're not just coming into a classroom with a graduate assistant with, you know, 200 or, or 150 other people in a, a big, long, big room. And um, asking a question in that space can be very intimidating. Uh, but if you're, you know, you, you develop a relationship with a small cohort, cohort of students and you all have the same teacher and or teachers, it's, it's a very inviting educational atmosphere. You know, that's one um, of the things that I get out of the conversations with the students that you guys provide on the show. They say the exact same things. It's, it's what draws them in, drew them in, recommendations from someone, as you were talking about, with, you know, that, that post in, in, in the social media world that you saw. And then, you know, the next thing you know, it has prepared them for if they're ready to go on out into the workforce, they have that education, they did it at an affordable rate, some of them. Yes. have enough scholarship money or other money that they actually made money to go to Northwest Community College and get the education. Well, that's true because 90% of our students qualify for financial aid. And if those students uh, whom are receiving financial aid at a price point that is a third of the cost of a four-year institution makes A's and B's while they're on our campus, they get into Phi Theta Kappa, which is a two-year honor society, and there are universities in Mississippi that you can transfer to that will pay full tuition for an individual who is of that academic caliber. So you can go to a, get a four-year degree from Mississippi, uh, a school in Mississippi, uh, for uh, two, th if, if you were just paying outright, two-thirds the cost of one year for a four-year degree. But we're scholarshiping students, and they have financial aid, so it's less than that. Um, it's, it's a fantastic situation. Uh, proximity home is, is another reason. You know, we have a lot of students that work or, or, or um, the flexibility to take dual enrollment classes. Uh, but we're not just the academic uh, class. You know, there's a whole, um, I don't want to go to college kind of group of people. But they, when they hear the word college in our name, they think, ah, but we have that career technical class where we're hands-on. We have 
uh, a plethora of programs where students are doing a year certificate or a two-year uh, associate of applied science degree and that is an almost a terminal degree in their space and they have the skill set that they need you know like John Deere uh, technology program our students are already employed before they begin the program not after they graduate before they begin so uh, it's it says college in our name, but we really serve every need from workforce training, career technical education, university transfer, and the cost is just second to none for anybody choosing college in Mississippi. Well said, sir. I appreciate all the information today and everything you do to help make this program go around. For those of you that don't know, he's in charge of making sure people are on the program. I just ask a question or two. This is the guy that rounds everybody up and says you got to talk to Darby on Thursday. <laughs> and I thank <laughs> I do you for that. do that. Yeah, so uh, just a, two more things I wanted to squeeze in there. You know, we have a new dorm that we broke ground on campus uh, about three weeks ago. And we're projecting it to be open in the fall of 24 here in Senatobia. And at some point, we're going to make a real big deal on the show about Chick-fil-A opening in Senatobia. I don't have a date on that yet. We're still waiting. You know, the, the, the supply chains just wrecked us on, on opening this facility. Facility. We need an air conditioner and a breaker panel and a few pieces of glass, and we're done with that place. And we're excited. So um, be on the lookout for that. Things are still great. Things are still to come here uh, that we have not really exposed yet on your program. That sounds great. Thank you for all that you do. That's not just his job, people. He has a real, very important job on the Northwest campus. I'm just giving him a shout out and a thank you uh, for helping out with this program every Thursday. Andrew, thanks for your time. It wouldn't be what it is without you, Gary. Thanks uh, so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's our guy, Andrew Dale, joining us for the second portion of the show. Good things going on at the concourse in Batesville. $3.5 million to fund expansion there. And then the new Ranger Center on the Northwest campus. It's going to help with the first RN program in DeSoto County and more to come with things there. And as you said, housing being built. There's all kinds of things continuing in all of the locations, and we'll continue to talk about those on Thursdays with you. Bank First, partnering with Northwest Community College to give us this hour of the show yet again today. Back to finish up in just a moment. We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Bank First Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you, and you can join the conversation by texting to 662-426-1093. Thanks to our guest, Kerry Goff, talking about the upcoming events starting in August at the Heidel Center for Performing Arts with the fall schedule out. You can find that in all the social media sites that Northwest has. And then Andrew Dale giving us things going on at the Concourse, the DeSoto campus, and everywhere in the middle. And good discussion from those two gentlemen. Thank them both for making this program go today, and it will be up in podcast form a little later on in the afternoon. So let's talk quickly about, as I mentioned, a couple of names in the softball world, two who really will will leave their mark on the program, not not just for wins, uh, but for everything they did along the way and put some records out there as far as hitters and pitchers are concerned. 
that might be tough to beat. Uh, first of all, the MACCCC, we get all that right, the Mississippi Association of Community Colleges Conference announced Tuesday morning that McKaylee K.K. Polk was the player of the year for softball. Also, first team all MACCC. And Gabby Dickerson, pitcher, was selected first team as well, uh, both getting all-conference recognition. Polk's out of Sinatobia and, and has set almost every offensive record you can imagine uh, playing softball. Batting average of 461 for her career. Home runs with 42. Runs batted in, 123. Total bases, 305. Walks, 45. Slugging percentage was 1.034. On-base percentage was 540. And then Dickerson uh, was on uh, or in the circle and leading to a lot of wins. She's from Olive Branch. She became the program's all-time leader in strikeouts with 376. Wins with 41. Innings pitched, 319 and a third. 63 appearances. She finished second and third in shutouts and complete games in the career. And they will both continue on and be a part of four-year schools coming up. So congratulations to both of them, K.K. Polk, Gabby Dickerson. Big things for Coach Bramlett and the softball team. Made it to the Final Four last year, losing in the region tournament this season but good luck to kk and gabby and what is next for them as far as their softball careers are concerned we'll be talking about the sports hall of fame coming up soon uh, more inductees the 2023 class and some familiar names and and when i look at some of those names you know i, I look at a, a couple that were playing while I was broadcasting some of the the games for Northwest Community College, and now we're inducting them in Hall of Fame. We'll be talking about uh, some of those men and women in future programs as well, and we'll get into things as, uh, again, registration for summer classes going on at Northwest Community College now, and getting things going on and ready, and then the old fall semester will be here before you know it. That's going to wrap things up for this program we got to move out of the way. Gerard is next. 10 to 1 with middays. Steve Azar's in the Mississippi Minute comes up after that. Good things with Rebecca Turner and our Sports Talk Mississippi guys from 3 until 6. I'll be back with you in the morning. So long.